Welcome back to Coffee in the Swarm, a Project Zion podcast production coming to you from Graceland University in Lamoni, Iowa. The Swarm is our on-campus snack bar in the Newcomb Student Union. Uh, this year, our podcast is co-hosted by campus chaplains Aaliyah Farrell and myself, Levi Triplett, and is hosted by campus minister Mike Hoffman. Coffee in the Swarm is where we interview students at Graceland who are connected to the community of Christ. Today, we are with our first guest speaker, Savannah Marshall. Savannah, how are you? I'm doing good. Uh, Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. We're glad to have you. So tell us about yourself. Tell us, tell us your story. Um, So I'm originally from Woodbine, Iowa, a small little town, basically just like Lamoni. Um, I'm the youngest in my family. I just have an older sister and then obviously my mom and dad. Um, The high school I went to, small high school, like I kind of mentioned earlier, I graduated with like 40 in my class. So that allowed me to do basically everything in my high school. So I did all the sports, all the clubs, Mm. all the extracurriculars you can think of. Um, So So there was 40 in your class. Mm -hmm. How many were in the total school? Um, In the high school, I think it was around like 100, 150. (laughs) And then the total for the whole school, I think it was like 450 maybe. Okay. So very, very small. 450 from like? Kindergarten from kindergarten to seniors. Yeah, pretty crazy. Yeah, that's that's about what mine was. Very, very small. Very small. Um, so tell us a little bit about your your major and your house and your year. So I'm a sophomore this year. Um, my major is elementary education with a reading endorsement and a minor in psychology. Um, I'm on Soraya. Go Soraya Sailors. (laughs) I love my house. Um, and then here at Graceland, I just do a bunch of different clubs and stuff on campus as well as choir. I'm not a student athlete. So that allows me to mm-hmm. spend a lot of my time with a lot of different extracurricular activities, like different clubs and stuff on campus. So, yeah. So you're not a student athlete. That's, no, that's, I am not. Which is this day and age is like crazy. I mean, it is crazy. It's cause... crazy how many people I have asked me, like when I'm talking about my Graceland experience. So you just came to Graceland for Graceland? And then I'll be like, yeah. I just came to Graceland for Graceland. So, yeah. so tell us a little bit about the clubs that you mentioned. So I'm in the Community Development Club, which is a club through Max Pitt. Uh, we basically just work on projects in town or bigger projects. Um, like last spring break, every spring break, normally they go to Guatemala and do projects like that, which is pretty cool. Really enjoy it. A lot of my friends are in that club. Uh, Max just kind of put me in it. So I was, I was almost like forced to be in it, I guess. But I really like all the people. And then I'm you should also, know he does that all the time. Yes. He just, he meets somebody, he goes, Oh, I'll yeah. sign them up. Yeah, then, when I was coming in my freshman year, I asked my parents and my sister, I was like, what is this like community development class I'm in? I was like, what is this? I'm so confused. <laughs> and then I was like, Oh, it's just a club, whatever. Yeah. And then I'm also part of an actus, which is kind of like a business club mm-hmm. on campus, which, uh, with my major, it doesn't really make sense why I'm in it, uh, but I really enjoy that a that lot, too. That could be another thing that you just got signed up for. I don't know. Yeah, so. I actually, right before the club fair, Jared Doty gave me a letter in my mailbox. I was like, we want you to come, which was pretty cool because my older sister who came here, she was also part of an actus. Was she a business major, though? Or? Uh, she was communication, social media marketing. So okay. more in yeah. that realm where yeah. I'm elementary education. But I really enjoy that club. I'm part of the events committee. So just planning smaller events on campus. But also last year I had the great opportunity to go with a group of four other people to Dallas, Texas, and actually get to uh, present one of our projects at the national convention, which was like one of the coolest experiences ever because I never thought I would do something like that. Mm -hmm. So that was really awesome. That's cool. Oh, and then something else that I do is I'm in charge of Afterglow this year with my roommate, Kayla. Um, 
Pretty awesome. So for those of you listening, just in case you don't know what Afterglow is, Afterglow is our student band slash worship service on Wednesday nights now, which I know that's probably what you guys know, but it used to be on Sunday nights, but we moved it to Wednesday nights. So largely because there are so many student athletes that aren't available on Sunday Mm -hmm. nights. So cool. So, yeah. So did you say that you were Community of Christ back in Woodbine? Yes. Okay. So what what was that experience like back home? Um. So for me, uh, we actually moved to Woodbine when I was six. So basically that's all I remember. Uh, I got baptized when I was eight through the church, um, which was pretty cool. It was nice that I got to like experience that. And it wasn't like I was just baptized when I was first born. Like I got to make the decision, mm-hmm. uh, which was pretty cool. I got to do it with some of my friends too. Um, but our congregation was obviously small. I grew up in a small town. Um, so that was something that was also cool. Cause then I got to participate a lot in church. So whether it was like reading scriptures or praying or doing like the offering or something like that, I got to be involved in lot of, in the services. Um, but yeah, it was just, our congregation was pretty small and it was most of my friends too, which was cool. So it was like, we had the old people like the older, the older people. And then we had like our parents and then all the young ones. Mm-hmm. And I think like, at most, we maybe had like 20 people come in. Like, Total. Yeah, like we we had not very many. But honestly, I kind of liked that our congregation was small just because then I knew everyone and I felt like I had a good connection. I also think that's a big reason why I have no issue like speaking in front of people and stuff is because I started at a young age through church with people that I always felt comfortable with. I was going to ask you, because you're so outgoing. I just <laughs> wondered if that was part of the, you know, your yeah, experience. So. That's definitely something. Cause like, I mean, I remember when I was younger, I'd get nervous. I'd be like, Oh mom, I have to talk at church. And she'd be like, so yeah, you literally know all of these people like grandma and grandpa are sitting there, <laughs> yeah. you know, and then grandma and grandpa after the services would be like, remember for the old people, we got to speak loud and slow so we can understand. So then they give me like little tips here and there too. So that was always cool. Yeah, that's cool. Where were you born if you weren't born? Oh, I was born in Independence, Missouri. Oh, okay. And then like when I was like six months old, we moved to Blue Springs. And then my dad is actually originally from Woodbine. So we moved back there. His parents are still there and stuff and then lived there for 12 years. And actually, um, the summer going into my freshman year of college, they moved back to Grain Valley, Missouri. So now we're back in the Kansas City area where originally I was born. So your parents are back in. uh, Yep. So when, when did they move? Uh, going into my freshman year. The of high school. Of, of my, uh-huh. Oh, yeah. 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 We, so, we moved when our daughters, when our oldest daughter yeah. was in college, too. So, yeah. So. Yeah. So, I always knew we would move back to the area at yeah. some point, but I was definitely not prepared for it to be right after my senior year of high school. Yeah. I was like, it was a big thing for me because, you know, I lived in the same yeah. place for 12 years of yeah. my life. Change is not a very good thing for me so that was so does green valley feel like home to you it does now okay i will definitely say like up until christmas break last year i still had boxes in my quote-unquote room because i hadn't lived there because my parents moved um so it would have been july of 2022 that's when they moved there and i decided to stay back in woodbine with my grandparents to spend my last summer like high school Uh, summer with all my high school friends and stuff like that so this summer it was a lot of adjusting because it was my first full time like actually staying there but it's definitely not home to me so yeah. that's really nice that's cool yeah so what what really brought you to graceland do you think so a lot of my family has come to graceland like okay. a lot of my family i don't exactly know like what number i am in my family but i'm telling you like a lot of my family has come here you know my parents came here that's where they met my sister came here and then just a bunch of like cousins aunts uncles 
grandparents, stuff like that. So I actually, because I'm the youngest in my family, like in my whole family, I was like, I'm not going to Graceland. I'm going to be different than everyone else in my family. I'm not going to Graceland. I'm going to be the trailblazer. I'm going to be different. And then, you know, senior year rolls around. I got to start looking at colleges. And I had visited two other colleges and Graceland was my last one. And I was thinking, okay, like I talked to Michelle Dickey Cox, which is, she's a um, education professor here. And my big thing was like, I love Graceland. I knew I loved it. Had felt like a second home because I've been coming here since I was a little girl for homecoming and stuff like that. So I was like, I just got to make sure the education program is good. Is what that, that's yeah. my my make or break. Within like a minute talking to her, my dad was like, I knew you were coming here. <laughs> she she was so awesome. Really, she really pushed me. Michelle was. Here. Michelle Dickey Cobbs. Yes, she was so awesome. But then also just like felt like a second home to me. But also something that really pushed me is the housing system here. Like it's so really? different than so any other. Yeah. yeah, so so different than any other college. Right, right. And... Yeah, I really enjoy the housing system. I love that I'm part of a house. And was your mom in a? I mean, was she? My mom was on Soraya. Oh, really? So I was, which I already knew some girls who were on Soraya. So I kind of was like, oh, that could be a good option. But then I was like, it'd be even cooler since my mom was on Soraya. Yeah. If I was on Soraya. So yeah, I would say like family was a big reason, but also like comfortability is a big thing for me. Like I knew. I could never go to a big university. I know a lot yeah. of my friends in high school were like, I got to get out of this small town. Right. I'm going to go to a big university. I was like, no way, Jose. Well, you said earlier that change wasn't really yeah. like, yeah. so this was very familiar to you yeah. and probably less change than if you oh, yeah, to a 100%. bigger university. And I even remember it was, I don't know, maybe like June, July-ish. I looked at my mom and I said, I think I might've made the wrong decision about what college I'm going to. And she was like, whoa and I was like don't tell dad I don't want him to be mad <laughs> and I was like I just worry that maybe I chose Graceland because it's comfortable and because it's familiar. Oh, yeah, and she said Savannah that's just the kind of person you are like that's not a bad thing mm-hmm. and then she was like you know you can always transfer which this is the best decision I've made yeah. like I love it here and I love how involved I can be on campus and stuff like that so I don't regret my decision yeah, at all right, anyway right, but right. for a, for a for minute a I was sure. I was worried I was like Oh, did I just make it because I was scared to try something new? Mm-hmm. But now I'm glad that I made the well, decision I made. Well, you know, in truth, it's still something new. I mean, even though it's small and comfortable to, yeah. to a degree, it's still a big change from high school. Yeah. You know, oh, 100%. So, yeah. 100%. Like being totally independent, like right. not having mom and dad with you all the time. Yeah, it's it's a big change. It's a big change. Yeah. yeah. All right. So moving on. Uh now that you're a sophomore, you've had lots of experience with Graceland. So tell us, tell us about how your experience has been. Um, so like I said earlier, I'm not a student athlete. So that gives me like quite a bit of free time to just kind of do whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but even though I'm not a student athlete, I would still say I'm pretty busy just like other <laughs> student athletes on campus because I'm in all the different clubs, like I was kind of explaining earlier. Um, but I think like a big part of my Graceland experience is the different connections I've been able to make through all the clubs. Um, like I look at some things and like, I don't, for example, through the housing system, like some of the girls on my house, I don't think I would really be friends with if we weren't on the same house. And that's just how like Graceland is with all the opportunities it provides you. Um, something else about me. I also am an admissions ambassador on campus. So I give people. So you've got two jobs on campus as a student employee. So I I do afterglow and then I also give tours and work in the admissions building, which I love that job. I love giving people tours and advocating for Graceland, like come to Graceland. Um, but I always tell people like Graceland is really what you make it. Like they give you all the opportunities to be the most involved or least involved as you want. I always recommend being the most involved. Um, but my experience has been nothing but good here so far. 
um, you know, I, I think I had kind of a rough first semester of my freshman year. That was just like transitioning stuff though. Mm -hmm. I feel like everyone kind of might have a hard time transitioning, but yeah, I think my Graceland experience has really been nothing but amazing. And I hope it continues that way because I'm only a sophomore, so I still got two more years to go. So what's, what's been your church experience like here at Graceland? So coming in my freshman year, I remember during welcome week, we had a club fair and I remember seeing the campus ministries table and, you know, obviously I am community of Christ and obviously we are like affiliated with community of Christ and stuff. So I had thought about going over, but then I was like, oh, maybe not. I don't know. I, I got, I got talking to Jared Doty about an actus and you know, whatever. So didn't really do anything. And then two of my friends, Nico and Danny, they were in charge of Afterglow last year. And they were like, you need to come. And I was like, what is this Afterglow you are speaking of? Like, this is, I had no idea. No idea what it was. And I remember I didn't go to to like the first few and they kept saying like, come. And I was like, you're not even explaining to me what it is. Like, I don't know what's going on. And I think the first one I went to was the Halloween one in the Shaw or something, or there was one in the Shaw that we went to. No, it definitely wasn't. the It was one in the Shaw. I remember it was one in the Shaw and I don't remember who the speakers were, but one of the speakers had us like take out a piece of paper and we were like writing our lists of loved ones or something. And then we sent like a nice message to them or something. I remember doing that, wrote a message to my dad and sent it. And I was like, this is really cool. Like, because I'm not the churchiest person ever. Obviously I, I grew up going to church and stuff, but like, I'm not the most churchiest human in the entire world. What does that even mean? Not the churchiest. Like, I don't know how to, maybe we should cut this out. (laughs) But I, I just like, we went to church, but it wasn't like, I don't know. Maybe we should just cut that out. But this is raw. This is good. No, no. Well, no, I, I mean, so, so for instance, I mean, I really am curious about this because, because for me, church isn't like, Church is about building community. Yeah, no, I, mean, I agree. And so I, I'm, everything you've described sounds like church to me. I mean, yeah. so that's what. Well, I guess maybe I mean, church and like other people's. seriousness. Yeah. And, I think maybe and, in other people's views. Yeah. So yeah, I know this is unrelated, but I, but I, in a, in a few, in a couple of weeks, I'm going to do a workshop at a congregation uh-huh. and they want me to explain what church is like at Graceland. They want me, you know, and I'm keep going, Something? this is so different. I mean, your experience talks about the difference between what yeah. it's like at a home congregation, maybe. I mean, yeah. you know. And, and I think yeah. for me, what made me want to keep going to Afterglow is it because c- it was like church through community and connections. I'm not right. saying that's not what my church was like at home, but it was also people all my age. So it was right. easier to relate. We're like right. church back in Woodbine. Obviously, you have like the older people. You right. have like my my parents age stuff. And then you have us kids. Right. So to me, I mean, church always felt like a community, but this was just a new sense of community because it was all Everybody with, was my, with my right, peers. Right, yeah. So then I remember being like, this is really cool. Like, I'm going to keep going to this. And then I went to Afterlow every single week after that, um, which was really awesome. I remember like, you know, when I was kind of struggling for a semester with being homesick and stuff like that, there were times where like, Afterglow was my place to like reset mm. and not have to worry about anything. That's cool. And it was like my time to just like clear my mind of everything. And I could just be there with the people I loved and that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. that was really cool. So that's kind of like my church experience here. And then that's kind of also a reason why my roommate and I, Kayla, were like, you know what? Maybe we should do it next year because I think 
it, it made me closer to a lot of people. And like, I always tell people like, if it weren't for Danny and Nico and like other people being like, Oh, I'll keep coming. I probably would have never went because yeah. I, I didn't know. I had no clue. It's not like a house thing or like a big COSA event or anything like that. Like right. it's a smaller thing on Wednesday nights, you know? So I'm, I'm glad those people pushed me to go because now I feel more <laughs> connected to a lot of people yeah. and I feel like. I'm getting the church experience, you know, right. where before I probably wouldn't have been as connected with the church here as I would have been, you know, back at home. Because yeah, of no, that makes sense. That makes sense. And this is, you know, church, church or whatever you want to call it here is very different because oh, it's yeah. like it's everybody is the same age, which is so different than most, oh, maybe every other yeah. congregation that we ever think about. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. So. Earlier, you mentioned elementary education and psychology. Yeah. So are you looking to go like a coaching or teaching route? So, um, yeah, I want to be a teacher. Nice. I um, found out this summer through the job that I had that I, I thought that I wanted to teach like upper elementary, maybe middle school. Yeah, that went out the window. Yeah. Definitely not middle school. <laughs> I definitely changed my mind this summer about that. Um, I actually love the little ones, like lower elementary is, I think, where my heart's at. I just love those little stinkers. They're awesome. But um, with that, I also, the reason why I have a minor in psychology is end goal. I'd like to, after I graduate, be a teacher for a few years, get my master's in um, school counseling, and then mm. become a guidance counselor. That's what my dad does. Um, so kind of following in his footsteps. Um, growing up, like I was always intrigued in his work, like always intrigued. Like I'd always be like, I don't know. The, the brain is just so interesting to me and like how figuring out how, why people act the way they act and like how it has to do with stuff. Like psychology classes are just so interesting to me. So, and just hearing, cause I, I he would come home from work and I'd be like, dad, how was work? Like, I want to hear. And obviously you can't, he's not going to share everything with me, right, but right. sharing some experiences like he would have with kids and stuff. Like I was like, I want to do that. I knew I could never do a job where I just sat at a desk all day. Mm-hmm. No way, Jose. I'm too much of a people person. I got to be up. I got to be moving. I have to be interacting with people constantly. That's like the way it fills me up. So I just kind of like figured out that kids were the way I wanted to go rather than people my age. What age does he, what what age? He's middle school. So he's he's a a middle school guidance counselor. So when we lived in Woodbine, when we first moved back, he was K through 12th guidance counselor for two years. I know. Crazy. Like crazy. He'd be like, I would have a lesson plan with you second graders. And then I'd I'd go into my office to work on transcripts for college and stuff. And I have to be like, give me a second to reset. I'm in second grader mode. I need to get back to senior level high school mode. And then after the two years that we were first there, then he was just fifth through 12. Um, but now we look. What, what do you want to do as a guidance counselor? Um, what age do you want to stay with the little kids or? Honestly, I don't know. Okay. Because I think with that, maybe I'd want to go older. Um, but also I tell people like, that's my goal right now, but who knows? I might change my mind and be like, I just love teaching and I just want to keep teaching. Um, but right now I do think like maybe middle school guidance counseling would be cool just cause you know, they're at that time in their life where they honestly need someone the most. Cause a lot of things are changing at that time in your life. So yeah, I'd really like to do that. That's kind of like my end goal in life. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So yeah. I guess with teaching little kids, it would just be kind of generally teaching every subject yeah which at first why i was like oh i can't teach the littles because i was like i have to teach these kids like how to read and how to write like that all falls on me if these kids grow up not knowing how to read they're gonna be like it was their first oh savannah it's even weirder than that so my wife taught kindergarten Uh for several years 
And and she and I got in this conversation one time and I said, well, why don't you just have them line up? And she looked at me and she goes, Mike, they don't know what a line is. Yeah, they and don't thought, know. Oh, my gosh. I thought it's I'm never going to teach little kids. Yeah, yeah, it is crazy because this summer um, I worked at a church camp. It wasn't through Community of Christ, yeah, that's but right. just at a church camp. Yeah. Uh, and I was able to teach some classes and stuff and just work with kids. And I was with how old were they? Um, the kids that I worked with the most were the rocket group. So they were going into first grade. So they had okay. one year of school. So they knew, they which, I, which I liked. Cause I was like, so I would be like, you know how to line up. I know you know how to line up because you yeah. went to school and you did this, but that gave me a real like eye opening experience. Cause also I'm not the most patient person in the world. Like sometimes this summer, my patience got a lot better because when you have 36 year olds running around and you have, they're not going to understand right away what you're saying or what you want from them. So that, that was something that I, I got to learn. I got to learn, which I mean, I'll get better as time goes mm-hmm. on, but I just realized I was like, Oh my gosh, they're so fun. One, they think I'm the funniest and coolest person ever. So that's really <laughs> awesome. And two, like, it was just crazy. All the connections I made. Cause my last day of work, like kids were like crying. Cause I was leaving. I was crying cause I was leaving. <laughs> and I was like, these little kids, like you spend all that time with them every day. And just thinking about even being a teacher, if you think about it, you're spending more time with people's kids than they're spending with their yeah. kids. Mm-hmm. And just those like connections you can make and like the impact you can have on their life. is just so like awesome to me. Yeah, definitely. So lastly, what are your hopes for uh, the community of Christ in the future? Um, I would say for me, something that I think like we should continue to work towards is like bridging the gap between the older generation that's going to the church and the younger generation. Um, personally, I think my church in Woodbine always did a really good job of that. Um, Noel Shear, you guys know, like Adam Mm -hmm, and Nicole, mm -hmm. their, their dad, he, uh, was a pastor and would preach sometimes at our church. And he always, his were always my favorite because he just knew how to bring the message and have it be able to relate to like us younger ones. So like me and Nicole and his kids and stuff like that, but also like hit home to my grandparents as well. Don't know how he's doing it. Like, don't know how he's doing. I wondered if you knew what, like, but like, I, I even remember one time, like he started his message and he was talking about like a TV show that like everybody would know about and was talking about like superheroes or something. And then like tied it back into the message And it was something that I was like, oh, this is cool. I can relate to. And like my grandparents could also relate to. Mm -hmm. So just trying to continue to like bridge that gap, because I know like right now there, there can be such a big generation gap between the people who are going to church, um, which isn't a bad thing, because I think both generations can learn from one another, which I think is really awesome. I agree. But just so then like, that's just kind of how I grew up having the the person who is giving the message, being able to reach all groups in the Mm -hmm. church. Thank you, Savannah. Is there yeah. anything else you'd like to share? Um, I don't think so. Thanks for having me. This is re- this is yeah. really fun. Yeah. See, see. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for doing it. Yeah. Well, I think that about wraps things up for today's episode of Coffee in the Swarm. Thank you for listening. This is Levi and, and Mike signing off. Until next time. Bye.